What's up, Buckeye Nation? Welcome to Dot in the Eye with Davis and Chad. We are coming to you from just outside Ashland, Kentucky on this Ohio State game day for what seems to be one of the greatest games that we've had so far this year. Ohio State versus Penn State tonight in the shoe, 7.30 night game. How does that make you feel? I'm excited, man. Uh, I've been excited for this game. Uh, it's kind of the one I guess we circle uh, each year, just judging by how we've done in the past against them. But um, I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest with you, and that usually is a good thing because that means I know we got a good opponent, and I'm really hoping that we play well. Yeah, me too, man. I think there's going to be so much solved about this team in this current week right here. I mean, I know that we've done great the last few weeks since coming off the loss to Oregon, and we've started really coming together as a team, mm -hmm. offensively and defensively. But I think Penn State's going to be a great test for us this week to see just how far we've actually come. Right. Um, there's a lot of things we're going to address with the game. But first of all, I want to talk about this profit that this man over here lost. And uh, those of you that know that voted on the poll, um, every time I say the word Buckeye or Buckeyes as part of this podcast, uh, you owe it. What exactly do you owe me? I can't remember. So every time he says the word Buckeye, okay, I got to do a Johnsonville sausage infomercial or commercial or a plug for them, so to say. Uh, each time. Right. So it should be an interesting day. I didn't write anything down. I'm coming off the cuff. Uh, that's how I do things anyways. I All did right. my whole best man speech like that and it worked out. So yeah, we'll do it like this too. Okay. So anyways, um, first thing we need to identify is kind of some of the matchups uh, in this game that we're looking at. And I know one big one you want to talk about is that Penn State uh, passing defense, Yeah, which has been shown to be really good um, I think they're only giving up like 84% or I think I read of what um, typical teams are actually getting, which is usually a pretty good number. Anything less than 90% is pretty good. Um, but of course, we're coming in with one of the best, if not the best offense in the country. So we're, we're getting two ends of the, the spectrum here. They're going to butt heads. So I really think the key to this game is going to be Travion Henderson. I've been saying that all week I long because I really think Penn State's going to try their best to take away the deep passing game. And I think they'll do a decent job. Now, I guess we'll see how prolific this offense is and whether or not we can impose our mm -hmm. will, even though they got a good defense. But I really look for them to stay deep, maybe like a three deep, maybe even maybe even four deep, and keeping everything in front of them and giving us stuff on the inside. I look for Trayvon Henderson to have a huge game. I look for us to do a lot of stuff in the flats. Um, and I look for slot receivers to get some serious action today, maybe tight end as well. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to mix it up. I think you're going to see a little bit more of some mixed-up play calling to try to keep the defense on their heels. Um, but I agree with you. I think one thing that's going to get featured a lot in this offense is going to be uh, the running game because that's something we can exploit for Penn State, and I think that's something that we can definitely take advantage of. Um, and the, the other thing, too, that we've been building up to this moment is that depth that we have at running back now. I mean, we obviously have Travion Henderson, who's kind of taken over to the, the starting role, but – you have Mayan Williams, who's gotten a lot of good carries. You have Master T with the experience, and even Evan Pryor's gotten some experience the last handful of games. So I'm really looking forward to see this uh, Buckeye offense. Speaking of Buckeyes, let me tell you something. Let me tell you about Johnsonville's sweet Italian sausage, okay? You want to talk about getting your mouth around something good on game day? This is your bet. Johnsonville sweet Italian sausage. <laughs> okay. So where do we go from there? You want to talk about this? Uh, well, let's talk about CJ Stroud for a minute, okay? Okay. Um, Stroud, obviously, the, the last handful of games has been immaculate. You know, he's best quarterback rating in the country. Um, he's put up uh, three straight games of four more touchdowns, no interceptions, averaging well over 300 yards. He's obviously going to be facing a different style defense. And 
I think obviously his numbers are probably going to come down a little, but I'm more interested to see how he does when things are not going well. Cause at some point this game, it's not going to go well. I don't know if that's necessarily me saying that um, he, he's going to get picked off or he's going to get sacked a bunch or might have some ball security issues or maybe just making some poor passes under pressure. But I'm really interested to see how he reacts now that, cause I think this is going to be one of the best defenses we play all year. I want to see, Okay, after he goes through progressions, because I think this is going to happen today. I think when he goes through progressions and realizes everybody is covered, how well does he check down? How mm -hmm. well does he check down to get somebody in the flat, somebody across the middle? How And does he have what it takes to pull the ball in and run it if, it, if that's what they give him? Because I can see right. that happening today. I can see some green space in front of him trying to get up yards. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't been a very prolific runner this year. He's almost been reluctant to run the ball. So I want to see if that changes this week. Yeah, I don't know if uh, – I've been the person, me personally, like at the beginning of the year, I was like, why is he not running the ball? I wanted to see more of that. And as more as he's developed and we've kind of been seeing the last few games, I like the fact that he's not running because he's not taking unnecessary hits. Uh, he's not putting himself at risk of uh, something else happening. I mean, plus, you know, I think it's very obvious that the, la the handful of times that he can run, he's legitimately trying to stay behind the line and keep his eyes down the field. And if that's still kind of the game plan, it kind of needs to stick with it because that's going to force then the offensive line to make sure that they're not going downfield. Because the second you see a quarterback start to scramble, what does the other line want to do? They want to start getting downfield and help block, right? But if you do that and he's staying behind the line, then it's an eligible man downfield, burned us on the last game on a touchdown pass. Um, so I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal, but maybe – on your fourth and short and goal line stuff, I think that's still something that needs to be implemented. Well, it's true. Well, I agree with what you said. Also, you got to think about, though, if he runs the ball, if he's a threat to run the ball, defenses have to plan for that. Right. So I think by taking that away, they know you're not going to run it. You're taking away an element of surprise that we could have. Like, make them respect the fact that you could run the ball. That's the way I've always thought about it. As a matter of fact, that's kind of been the way the mantra of the Ohio State quarterback mm -hmm. over the last – 20 years really right you know so that's kind of the the 50 50 on that but um so for those who don't know the spread is 18 and a half this week mm -hmm. um and i think that's a healthy number man i don't know uh what well, didn't start there no it didn't start there initially they had the buckeyes only about a 15 point speaking favorite. of the buckeyes let me tell you about johnsonville sweet italian sausage when you're in your backyard this summer okay and you're just thinking man i just i want something thick i want something juicy this is it right here. Johnsonville Sweet Italian Sausage. I have a feeling Johnsonville's not going to pick you up anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this is just what they needed. I have yeah. no idea. Hey, I haven't said one lie about their product yet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe over-embellished a few. but um, I really think that the defense, this is going to be telling for – I'm talking about Ohio State. This is going to be the defensive uh, game where we either – see that we have fixed the problems and we can really be a quality defense this year, or if it was just masked because of the opponents we were playing. Now, the reason why I'm saying that, I know Penn State does not have a good offense this year. Okay. They struggled and there's no, there's no question about that. But if we still give up a ton of yards and giving up points and get into a shootout, especially with a team like Penn State, then that's saying something not good about the defense. I mean, you know, I understand we're not elite, and I don't think we have the capability to be elite this year, but we can be really good. And I think if we can get to that point, my expectations for this game would be to almost 
shut down Penn State to probably three scores or less total in the game. I think it's really going to depend on what kind of look we're going to get. Like we said, Penn State's run game is atrocious. It's been Mm -hmm. atrocious all year long. But if Sean Clifford is healthy, like you and I have talked about, one of the keys to this game is whether or not his health is actually 100%. um, I think he's going to pass the ball quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And that has been our Achilles heel lately. We've been successful against the run, not so successful against the pass. So will that continue this week if Sean, Sean Clifford is actually healthy? That, to me, is going to be one of the keys to this game. Right. Um, so I, I like the matchup that has kind of been promoted a little bit uh, with that Denzel Burke against uh, Dotson. Um, and, of course, you know, Burke kind of says some things that some people at first cringe, like, oh, no, don't give them bulletin board material. Don't pull the Sean Wade from last year. And then he got embarrassed by Dotson. But I think this kind of – it's a little bit different. He didn't come out and say anything like, oh, I'm going to shut him down or anything. He just said he's a good player. I think I can handle him. Or I'm, you know, I know what to expect, meaning like he's up for the challenge. And, you know, in this case, I'm actually okay with it. I don't think he's saying anything to try to give him bulletin board material. He's just acting confident. And judging by the first handful of games that he's played, I think he has a right to speak. Well, you know what they say, man. There's a fine line between cocky and confident. Mm -hmm. And I think he's, but I think he's leaning more on the confidence side here. I don't feel like that was a cocky statement at all. Um, I feel like Denzel Ward is a great. Denzel Ward. What am I talking about, man? Denzel Burr. Denzel Burr. You know what you mean. Denzel and Denzel. But anyway. Listen, hey, we're unscripted now. Like, we can't just edit something out. So whatever we say is going on there. That's it. Um, So I really think that he is going to come out and play this kid really close today. And Mm -hmm. I I, honestly, I look for him to have a good game, dude. I think he's going to back up what he talks. I think he will, too. Um, But I think it's not they're just going to continually put him on an island. Like, you know, we've been playing a lot of the two-deep safety lately, so he's going to get some help over the top. So a lot of what you're going to see, if they can try to expose uh, Denzel Burke, is going to be probably on the shorter passes because I feel like he's going to get that help over the top and they're going to have him playing a little bit more up on him um, most of the time. That I think if we get if he does end up getting exposed, I think it's going to be on the shorter on the shorter passing game. See, I was talking to our buddy Chaz at work uh, last night about this. I think we're going to come out in a little bit more of a man situation and possibly switch to zone depending on what ha- what happens going forward. But I think we're going to try it. I think we're going to try to go man. Right. Well, I think we're going to mix it up a little bit, and um, I think Ryan Day, for the most part, I, I wouldn't say every time, but for the most part, though, has made really good in game adjustments. And if something that we're doing early on doesn't work, um, I have pretty good confidence that we're going to get something changed. And whether that means the first half of the second half or first quarter of the second quarter, I don't take a lot of stock in the first drive or two because a lot of those, you know, as people have played are scripted drives and things that you've been practicing. And sometimes those end up being a lot better. And then it's kind of after the first few drives, then you're kind of taking, you know, the game in and making adjustments. And then that's when you really truly see kind of how the matchups work. So, Let me ask you this. Who tonight is going to be your offensive and defensive MVP? Um, I got to go. and I think it comes back to the fact that uh, we're going to focus a little bit more on the run because I think we can expose that. So Travion Henderson, I think, is going to get the uh, MVP. Now, the only thing that worries me a little bit, and um, for those of you who remember Maurice Claret, um, he had a little bit of – he got banged up quite a bit that in his freshman year. And I think they're being really smart, or they try to be really smart with Trevon Henderson and not give him too many carries. But even still, he's gotten banged a few times. I mean, the last couple of games he's had to come out, was able to at least finally come back in. But, you know, if he takes some pretty good licks, I mean, that's if he stays in the game. Um, but I think he has a chance to probably be the MVP. Do I really think he will at the end? I'm probably going to have to say it would be Stroud if he has a good game. But, I mean – 
I think they're going to split up some carries a little bit again to try to keep him fresh and keep someone on there. So I don't know if Travion Henderson will even get enough carries. Very possible. How about defense? Um, I'm going to go with go with Ronnie Hickman, to be honest with you. I mean, he's probably the, the, the safest bet, but he's also the one that I trust the most on that defense. Um, they'll put him in a position where he'll probably make double digit tackles and, um, he's pretty sure tackler and he knows to be in the right spots. And sometimes they bring him in with some pressure and he's also capable of picking a ball and going the other way with it. So I'm going to say Ronnie Hickman is probably going to be the MVP. Okay. Um, defensively, I'm going to go with Denzel Burke. I think that he, he's, he knows the eyes are on him this week. Mm -hmm. I expect a big game out of him. I expect, um, I expect him to cover well and I expect him to do everything he said he was going to do offensively. I think it's a tie for me. I'm going to take uh Travion Henderson as well. Cause I think we're going to run the ball quite a bit. Um, but I'm also going to give like a little asterisk neck to, uh, to Jackson Smith and Jigba because I do think that he's going to be a key player tonight in the slot. So, yeah, he's, he's really getting, and we mentioned this in the last podcast, he's really getting a lot more of the attention. It seems like in the last few weeks. Now, I don't know if that's intentional um, just to try to make it harder for these defenses to game plan for three legitimate wide receivers that get a ton of touches. Or if you mentioned it's more something of a comfort with, um, CJ throwing to him, or even if it's just the offense is built more for it opens up the slot receiver a bunch. But either way, um, I think that, you know, if we play our game, I still expect for uh, these receivers to get multiple touchdowns. So I'm going to say the Buckeyes will definitely be receiving. Well, let me tell you something about the Buckeyes, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about Johnsonville's sweet Italian sausage, all right? Tell me you don't like this. Look at it. Look at it. Don't tell me to look at Italian sausage. <laughs> look at it. I'm telling you. Johnsonville Italian sausage, available in every freezer near you. <laughs> it's funny because every time I'm expecting wait for it to come up and I'm never prepared of how I'm going to jump back in after I start going. <laughs> I never know what to say. It's like I've completely lost my train of thought, and actually I'm hungry now that you mention it. Well, let's talk about score predictions here. That's a good thing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so um, – I always battle with my score predictions, and uh, I'm usually right, so I don't really battle much. But you, you've had a, la a good last couple weeks. I will <laughs> give you that a good last couple weeks. But realistically, I struggle with my score predictions because there's the homer in me and the hopeful in me that wants to put one out, and then there's one that's kind of the pessimist, maybe slash slash realist a little bit. So, um, in one hand, you're you, and in one hand, you're me. That's pretty much the way. Maybe yeah. it's because we spend too much time together, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but I agree with that. Um, but I, I'm i going to go more of a safe one today. I think we don't cover the 18.5-point spread. Uh, but I think uh, it's not really – it's not going to feel like a real close game. It'll feel like we always are kind of one step ahead in this one. But um, I'm closer to 42-27. to 27. Okay. 42-27. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I that's kind of a little bigger than I thought you were going to say. 4227. Hey, we're not doing the Italian sausage thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say this. I think we come out on fire. Um, I think the game will be handily won um, ahead of time, but I think that they're going to score some in garbage time. I think second string comes in. I don't believe Sean Clifford is 100% healthy no matter what he says. So I'm going to take that into account. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my score at 45, 20 bucks. Okay. So you haven't covered the spread. Yeah. I don't know what the over under is. But... I think it's 60. 
Yeah, so I think we both have them going over yeah. on that. So, I, and I agree with both bars. I think they're safer. They're still three score wins. Yeah. Or pretty close, you know, two, three score wins. But um, I'll be honest. If we come out and we win this game by 30, then there should be no more question at all into what this team is really capable of. And my expectations will completely change for this year. Now, I'm still hopeful, but they're not expectations yet. Like, I'm hopeful that we can continue to progress and we can beat, all, you know, go through this gauntlet at the end of the season and have a chance to make CFP and make a run at it. I'm hopeful, but I'm not expecting that yet. This is the game for me. If I really see them crush Penn State, which realistically, judging by what Penn State's have done the last couple of games and what we've done and where we're going, if we play well, we should crush them. And I agree. But Penn State, again, is that team, like, what is it, the four of the last five years, it's been a single score game. Yeah. Even though our record of the last seven years against uh, James Franklin's six and one against him, but still they're close games. And I mean, we've had to come back. Uh, in the fourth quarter on one, uh, another one we kind of had early and kind of let him creep back in. We were on the road uh, last year, and that's when we kind of barely squeaked that one out too. It just – I don't know why. Those matchups with Penn State always make me nervous, and they oh, tend yeah. to be the closest ones we play all year. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? We have we've experienced the whiteout at home for Penn State several times, which is a big deal. Mm -hmm. We got a scarlet out tonight in the shoe. Um, I think that atmosphere is going to be wild. Okay, I think they're going to be kind of looking to avenge what happened uh, with Oregon at home. So I really think that the fans are going to come out tonight strong, and I really think that this game is going to be uh, it's going to be a good game for a little bit. I really do think that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm so excited. And you know what? I think this is going to be a really telling week in Big Ten football as a whole. We're seeing Ohio State and Penn State play. That's going to tell some answers on defense for Ohio State and a couple other answers as well for Penn State. And then Michigan versus Michigan State this week, which mm -hmm. I think, I mean, everybody's kind of got questions about both teams at this point going forward. Right. So I really think that's going to that's gonna be telling as well. Right. So moving forward, um, we're going to enjoy the game tonight, 7.30. And um, we're not going to end up doing prop bets this time because uh, uh, we're in town. We're just going to try to – uh, enjoy the game, have a few beverages later, and hopefully watch a Buckeye win. Yeah, absolutely. A Buckeye win. A Buckeye win. Speaking of a win, you can't lose <laughs> if you have Johnsonville sweet Italian sausage, okay? Wrap your lips around one of these bad boys and tell me that you're not winning. You feel good about that one? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we don't want to make this one long because obviously we had to wait till you got in town. So it is game day when we're recording this. Um, hopefully you are getting to see this before the game. Uh, if you wait till after, that's fine. Um, hopefully you at least get a chance to check in. But um, know that we always put our episodes on all major streaming services. So we're definitely on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Um, I also put them up on YouTube, especially this one will be up on YouTube. Um, and let us know what you think. If you like the video stuff, uh, I know we're, we still live a couple hours away, so it's not something we can do in person, but we're looking at other things we can do to try to start recording, um, uh, from, you know, where we're at up in Ohio and down here at the same time. Uh, but if it's something that uh, you guys would be interested in, we're definitely looking into doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, as usual, I want to thank you guys for all the support we've been getting lately from everybody. Uh, Billy Bob's Barbecue. Uh, he was the first guy that messaged me and asked me what's mm -hmm. going on with the pregame. So I want to give a shout out to him. Uh, thanks for following. Thanks for, for helping us out. So, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the game, dude. I'm pumped.
yeah. So everyone, root on the team today. Let's uh, let's hope for a big win. And we've got nothing else other than go Bucks. Oh, H.